Ooh, okay. Nice, mate. Ah, uh, nice, mate. All right. How was your weekend, man? I think it was good. What did we do? Everything's running together because Wes has been on break this entire time. But uh, 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 we, yesterday, was a day that we did things and went places. So, ah, uh, Susie had work. I uh, went and picked up the at-home tests um, that LASD is giving out yeah. because Wes needs to have a negative test before he goes back to school. Right. We took a PCR test on Friday, um, but we still have yet to get the results. So we'll probably end up taking one of those at-home tests. But after I picked up the at-home test, we came home and uh, got ready, took the kids to the zoo, then got home for Keaton's nap. And then uh, hung out at home the rest of the day, and today I did laundry. Oh man, good on you! Thanks, man. That's awesome. Oh, ah, yeah. Today was a lazy day. I went on a a nice short six six and a half mile run. <laughs> what? Yeah, you know how you just kind of like you pick. I, I want to making up for yeah. Well, kind the of the rain. Uh, yeah, yeah. And today I picked a new route. I'm kind of getting. A little burnt out of my normal ones and so there's this large loop that goes up and around the top and it's like a fairly new road i think in the last 10 15 years they put it in yeah. so i i thought i'll just go around the long way and by the time i got halfway i was like oh this is three and a quarter yeah i'm gonna it's definitely gonna be a long way but it was a nice day i didn't <laughs> i didn't kill myself it wasn't terrible pretty yeah. good uh temperatures yeah it wasn't bad it was a little windy i don't know if it's windy out where you are but no, not really. Yeah. I mean, this is just value of the winds, man. It's always something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. and then I came home. We had uh we had fritters for our, our Hello Fresh and then I kind of ate them quickly because I was a little little nervous about the interview that we had for yeah this evening. But Mr. Christian James Hand was amazing. <laughs> I, you know, the way I didn't do it, I didn't do the traditional style of, um, uh, I didn't do the traditional style of, uh, interviewing him. I just kind of, cause he's such a big person, you know, you don't, you, I got on with him and I, and I kind of, I, you know, went gaga for a bit and I didn't, I didn't play too hard the, um, the starstruck card, but I de- definitely yeah. said he's, you know, I, I was not expecting to be talking to you at six o'clock on a Sunday <laughs> one-on-one, you know, it's one thing to be in a session with him, but one-on-one and uh yeah yeah it was good we it, it ended up I, I planned for 20 to 30 minutes right i had talking points that would deliver us if if there was if he wasn't so talkative um you know or if anyone who was receiving these questions was not talkative i probably could have gone through it in 20 minutes right and just yeah wrap it up <laughs> not yet yeah, no need it was it was such an easy flowing conversation for well over an hour that uh that's so great Oh, it is. And he even offered you and I a little uh, gift at the end, like a little uh, one-on-one session with him. So we can... Uh, what? Yeah. Dude, that's so We cool. can use that when we need to. So it, I mean, it was good. It was, it's, it's different not doing the before talk and like the after talk. Literally, we signed on, I was recording it, and then we signed off and that was it. So um, it's, it, it just it felt like it felt natural to talk with him. But it just missing the uh, like the the salutation at the end, and then more importantly at the very beginning, the um, the delivery. <laughs> this is nice. Jimmy Eat Pot. <laughs> well done. Ah yes, thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> but a, gr- so, yeah, a great I- convo. 
That's great. I, I feel like, I mean, that's all I've thought about. I feel like I might have had housekeeping this week. And then ever since Christian James Hand reached out on Instagram <laughs> yeah. to us. Yeah. And I haven't been able to think of anything. Else, I didn't so. even get around to asking him. We just got through other, you know, c- conversing about other things. But I didn't even get a chance to ask him. It was a talking point where he came across us for somebody that came reached out to us. Sure. We didn't even, you know, we didn't uh, pedal our wares to him. <laughs> and he opens it with, uh, so uh, talking about Weezer and Blink One Eighty Two, huh? Because he, he, <laughs> it must have listened to our. Wait, where did he? Yeah. He must have listened to the intro or something. But oh, that's funny. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's great. I know. What a great researcher. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. He did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I can't wait for everybody to yeah. hear that. I have so many questions, but I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Now. All right. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Um, today's track is Delivery from the album Surviving and also the Surviving Phoenix Sessions. Uh, track 3 of 10. Release date was uh, October 18th, 2019. Produced by JMJ and Jimmy Eat World. Recorded at Unit 2, Shea JMJ and East West. Writing credits, Jimmy Eat World. The artist is Jimmy Eat World. The singer is Jim. No one featured on this track. Label. <laughs> Here goes our craziness. Yeah. Copyright exotic location recordings. Yep. Licensed to RCA Records. Mm-hmm. Record The record company is Sony Music Entertainment. Marketed by Sony Music Entertainment and distributed by Sony Music Entertainment. So who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I wrote in the label, oh boy. Um, <laughs> Classic. Classic. Yeah. Um, publishing uh, is a do I get a pickle with that music track. No demo uh, uh, n- uh, recollected, as uh, Abraham Lincoln would say. Um, they've played it four times. First was October 6, 2019 at the Crescent Ballroom in Phoenix. Most recently, January 15th at the Ice House for the Phoenix Sessions. The notable high note is F sharp 4, notable low notes of D3 and B2. There are 12.8 thousand listeners on uh, Last FM, and there are 63.4 thousand scrobbles of the track, 24 of which are me. How many did uh, you have? 44. 44. 44. Okay, 20 more than I. Yes. Uh, structure, it's a D major key, 10 BKM a lot, 86 BPM, 3 minutes, 13 second duration. Zach land on that hi-hat, baby. Yeah, man. And what an, it's like an off. It... So I've got, since I mentioned Zach here, um, I've got a wealth of information about this track direct from zach yeah uh, by way of a podcast that he was on the top five well, well, let me see what the name of this podcast was called and then i gotta get you these files um the name of this podcast is the big fat five podcast and uh wow i only exported one audio clip maybe it's a big sense. this is no yeah no there were two clips eh this one has the meat of it. Yeah. And I guess you can listen to the Big Fat Five podcast featuring Zach Lind if you want to hear more. Let's not uh, poach his, yeah, his whole thing. Right. But this is enough of the information that we need uh, from Zach Lind regarding the drums specifically on this track. So this song is um, one of those songs where it's similar to Gotta Be Somebody's Blues, where it's like it's literally the same drum part all the way throughout the whole song. The pattern never changes. And I have like an obsession with songs like that. Like mm-hmm. I always try to do that or, or let's come up with a part that just never changes. It's static and everything around the song 
and all the dynamic changes and the energy changes are due to every something else coming in right so the drums are kind of just like uh the thing i think about is like it's like a lazy river you know when you're at the water park and you're in the tube and you just kind of go down the river and like that's how i imagine the part um and so this song is like that and i wanted to talk about it just because um i really like that idea of the drum part being static and being okay with that um and we were when we were in the middle of making it though um (laughs) we wanted to do something in the last chorus that kind of felt like, Oh, okay. This is, a, it's one thing that their drums can do to differentiate it from the rest of the a song. And so, um, you know, just that idea of like, I just wanted to do a really basic fill and do it over and over and over and not <laughs> have to not change it. Yeah. So, uh, so that's what we did. And I, I loaded up, um, I, I put, uh, the 12 up and the four, it's a 12, 14 and 16, uh, Gretsch toms. Oh yeah. And, um, I didn't have like two snare stands or two, two Tom stands. So I had to use my one Tom stand and one snare stand for the Tom on the left. So it's a little bit of an awkward, but that's kind of how I played it. And, um, I just love this sort of, it's just kind of the drum, the drum part is it, it helps the listener kind of go into this trance, you know, mm-hmm. it's like a just sort of re- repetitive part that, gets you kind of in that trance mode, kind of like Goodbye Sky Harbor 2, where that thing goes over and over and over and just gets the listener into a headspace that's a little bit more dreamy and um, where the drums are, are a little bit more passive and allowing space for other things to do interesting things. Yeah. Okay, so then they uh, play a little bit of the song and then they kind of go in and gush about the song a little bit. Um, so you can hear that if you go take a listen to the... Big Fat Five. High Five. What is it called? Big Fat Five. Big Fat Five. Pitcast. Pitcast. Um, so that is everything specifically because I wrote my own note about Zach Lynn on that hi-hat, and then I found that clip later of uh, Zach Lynn on that podcast. So, um, yeah, Big Fat Five. Uh, shall we dig into the lyrics? Let's do it. I'm happy to have another track that uh, that follows the, um, the boy-girl storyline, you know, and mm. <laughs> that's so... Uh, ever present in uh, Jimmy World lyrics. I feel like we haven't had that in a while. So this this seemed like a nice, good, wholesome one. Um, I blocked these off. Uh, verse The verses are in uh, set up in two blocks, so I'll read them off three lines at a time. Here we go. This is delivery, Jimmy World. Well, I know I'm dreaming, but it feels too good to stop. The picture in my head is always moving. And it sounds like they're daydreaming about a better life, something that's currently unattainable but very desired, so much so that they're unable to focus on just one thing. That's what I, I thought a couple of things about that last line. The picture in my head is always moving. I think they just can't focus on one solid thing. Sure. Uh, second half, we're alone at sunset. There's snowfall in air. It's only special once because there's an ending. And I love it. This sounds so movie-like to me. Uh, no, no, this is delivery. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yes, it does sound very movie-like to me uh, in this song, Delivery. Uh, almost produced to be perfect, right? So because of this, it's only special once. There is an ending yeah. to its beginning. or it's, Yeah, uh, and it's only special once because there's an ending. And then the pre-chorus. Yeah. And we realize we're in a future memory. I love how it breaks it right there. Yeah, that's such a great little 
beat. Yes. And I don't think there's any drums there. And we realize. No, it kind of dies out. That's what, the, and that's what sells it. And this is what Jim talks about when we, when we did uh, surviving the song is that uh, less is more, right? Yep. So Zach is doing this drum loop that's driving and driving and driving. The fact that it drops out is jarring enough to really get you to pay attention. Right. It's like the, it's like the beat. Yeah. The, uh, the track underneath just stopped. Uh, mm-hmm. broke or something and you kind of turn your head a little bit and, and pay attention to the song and that's when you hear and we realize we're in a future memory and I think we in this case could refer to the partner in this vision now uh, and this is that daydream of them together we're in a future memory either either they're mm-hmm. they're in this together where they're at the same in the same space dreaming together or they're separate and dreaming of the same space uh, and then we jump into the chorus here I can only use what I learned from you and the rest I quietly accept and burn through. And uh, unless I'm told otherwise, I'm going to continue to learn on my own. And whether good or bad, right, I I must accept the consequences and move on. And the rest I quietly accept and burn through. I got to burn through this stuff, man. If it's good news, if it's bad news, doesn't matter. I got to go forward. So, so far, pretty positive. It's it's wish, yeah. It's got wishful thinking notes in there, but it's also uh, fairly positive for this. And musically... It's in that major key yep. here, and it resolves in such a way. Like it, it, it emotionally gets there musically from the instrumental alone. Right. So that's yeah. Well, let me look at this real quick. Um, I want to see what the chords are for this because it's two ascending major chords, mm-hmm. right? So it's going to be to a, from a D. So it's well, I let me see the chords here. So it's from a G to an A. There you go. So it's the G to the A. So it's your two major chords ascending in order. And that's yep. really what gives you that positivity and that and the major chords helping that to be the foundation of this positive song and really driving. Um, and the second half of this chorus is, I can only be so much potentially. From the rest, I patiently request delivery. Uh, there's only so much I can do. I'm a regular human guy, right? So for instances <laughs> where I can't deliver myself, I await the delivery of this assistant and patiently. I might add. So mm-hmm. I think it's just, this is also like a... Um, no pressure. In, well, yeah. And in, in places where I can't help you, maybe you can help me. And it's sort of a patiently waiting for uh, these two people to work as a team is what I'm grasping from this. Now, I grabbed these lyrics from Genius. There was something uh, I thought was mixed up here on this first half of verse two. So don't worry where we end up because ending up's not real. The life we build, we never stop creating. Um I, I had this ending up's not real from genius, and I thought that was wrong. I've always heard because yeah. ending up's not real. So I think, yeah, that sounds about right when he says because ending up's not real. Let me go check the liner notes. Go ahead. Hold on real quick. Yeah. So don't worry where we end up because ending up's not real. The life we build, we never stop creating. Um, there is no end to this life we lead up until that moment we cease to be. Well, I didn't intend to rhyme that, but I it did. And, uh, also kind of saying we're always going to be learning and wanting to achieve and building ourselves up. Even when we're gone, the legacy lives on. <laughs> There's no word there at all in the liner notes. It's uh, don't worry where we end up. Ending up's not real. Okay. And ending has a dash. Ending up's not real. Oh, interesting with the dash in there, huh? Yeah. Well, I was wrong across the board. All right. Let me, uh, let me format that and just make sure this is for posterity here. There we go. Go. Ending up, ending so, up's not real. Now I'm, now I'm going through the first verse. Uh, we're alone at sunset 
in snowfall in air. Okay. There's a lot of cool little, not parenthetical. Yeah, I guess it's parentheticals um, in this uh, in this next verse that I love that aspect of how they wrote this. And it makes way more sense up there at the top. We're alone at sunset in snowfall in air. Yeah. Which actually, reading it as that in snowfall in air uh, helps to kind of solidify my thought in the second half here. Yes. So what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So that's what I was saying. The first half is, has been uh, annotated there. Uh, so we move to a cliffside, a shoreline, nowhere. Yeah. A freezing. Nowhere. Yeah. Nowhere. A freezing drive ahead with every crossing. I think this is more of the daydream now. Um, a beautiful and picturesque scene in front of us. Um, however. Aha, so here's another. Ly- Man, we really got to get. I, well, that's why you're here. I'm glad you're I checking. I own this on CD, which is why we. I actually had to go grab the vinyl. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, a freezing drive ahead with ferry crossings. With ferry crossings? Yeah, man. He's up in like the Pacific Northwest here. Oh yeah. Um, and the things you hope someday will come keep waiting. Okay. Damn. Okay. That's great too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So let's say this. Uh, so we move to a cliffside, a shoreline, nowhere, a freezing drive ahead with ferry crossings. Definitely sounds like a lot of the daydream is going on. Um, and especially with those, with uh, the commas in there, the separations, uh, it definitely sounds like it's changing almost instantaneously. And yeah. and the, the freezing drive may just be this potentially hazardous or scary future. Uh, none of this matters because you'll be moving forward together. So I think that's the the very the final line there of freezing drive ahead with ferry crossings. Still st- with the with every crossing, I thought more along the lines of we're gonna we're gonna reach some crossroads. It's gonna be difficult, right? But I yeah. still f- yeah, I think it makes sense. Yeah, I still yeah. feel like a freezing drive ahead with ferry crossings is. I mean, a freezing drive ahead with ferry crossing that's gonna be even colder when you're out on that yep, water. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, while still beautiful. So you could cuddle up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cozy, Lay man. back, baby. Yeah, get that blanket, <laughs> we'll <do> man. Right. <laughs> Lay back, baby. <laughs> we'll do this right. <laughs> and then my favorite my favorite line in this whole thing, mainly because of Mr. Uh, Birdman Robin behind there with his little synth playing, following the vocal line almost exactly. And the things you hope someday will come, keep waiting. Oh, that line. I have I have a, a little bit to say about that. Very, yeah. for me, this is heaven and 23-esque lyrics here. Um, totally. If you keep hoping, they may never arrive. Take control, take initiative, do what you can while you're alive. And the, the lyrics there that I'm referring to is in 23 is, oh, I'm sorry, With uh, for me, this is heaven. If I don't let myself be happy now, then when? If not now, when? Yeah. Yeah, and then. Totally. That. You'll, and then we, we brought this one up before in 23. You'll sit alone forever if you wait for the right time. So just kind of like uh, taking advantage of it instead of waiting for time to pass you. I mean, you know. Yep. So chorus again. And then we have a bridge. A lovely little bridge. Cute little bridge. Sold on a lie. A lie as old as, a lie old as time. You'll search until you die. I think the bridge here holds some answers to the song, which is pretty pretty common for Jimmy Eat World. Building off of what we just heard in the pre-chorus, you're always going to be searching for that perfect moment, the perfect yeah. ending or a perfect person. You'll be searching nope. your whole life for perfection. Yeah, and there's no contraction in the liner notes. Okay. It's just you, you search, search until, you, until die. you die. Okay. All right, you search until you die. Until you die. Only partially the truth. Someone's out there for you, but not everyone's ready to be found. No, you might not be ready to be found. And I like yeah. 
these last two lines, how Jim did this one. I think this is only part of the story. The other end is making decisions for yourself and receiving the help from those who are willing to give it. So in this case, it's a relationship. Uh, that person is out there waiting for you. They could be a complete stranger, a friend, or somebody that you're deeply in love with. Furthermore, David, that person could be you. That's the, That last line is so beautiful. That person could be you, and you're not aware of it. So do your best to keep moving forward. And you know, if, if, if fate smiles her uh, shining pearly whites on you, uh, your paths may eventually cross, right? And uh, yep. I, I looked up, I, I thought of with these that I am living my best life. And then also, uh, they don't think it'd be like it is, but it do. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of Oscar Gamble, but I did. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Um, I was going to say, it do be like that sometimes. It do be like that sometimes. So, and, and that's it. That's the... The, the end of it, and then it's a chorus a couple of times with uh, a lot of tom play. So uh, Zach mentioned he had those toms set up, the 12, the 14, and the 16-inch toms. Yeah. That do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. A lot of that. <laughs> I love it for the, the last couple of choruses. So uh, yeah. great job on all their parts, you know, both musically with the instruments and then these lyrics, man. Jim did such a good job. So there you have yeah. it. That that's delivery. Love it. Yeah. So before we get into track notes, Justin, I know you're a Toppersman. Yes. But what's your delivery uh, situation at home? Is, is Toppers the place? Is that your go-to? Now that they're delivery, you know it. Yep. Now that they're delivery, yep. is that type of place, huh? What was it? I don't, it was, uh, they, they're, they're so weird about this. I don't know what it is. So you go to Eric's place. He's in between both. He's in between both the one in our city and then there's one in, in Thousand Oaks. Both are too far. So we can't get their damn pizza at his house. But Interesting. in the last six, maybe three months even, and it happened by accident, we were over at my brother-in-law's and my sister-in-law happened to call to order and she was just going to order for pickup, I think. And then and then she just happens to say, do you guys deliver? And then gave the address and they go, oh yeah, we do the whole valley now. And so after that, it was like game over, dude. We love Amici's. I love Amici's. Uh-huh. I'm, you know, I, I was a Michi, an, an Amici's man before. Too greasy for me though. It's a little too greasy. And I don't know Amici's. Yeah, it's another local I th- place. I think that's like a like a West Valley. Yeah, we don't establishment. We we do local places. We try to do. We we don't ever do. Try not to do Domino's or Pizza Hut or anything. On purpose. We have. I mean, when you need when you need twenty pizzas for something. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to order from? Right. You know, you're not going to get the gourmet pie from. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, I I guess I don't. Toppers I, is just I don't, too good. I don't hold pizza to be that sacred. Hmm. So that's not to say I know it's problematic, but Papa John's is so fucking good. <laughs> and what is it about it? Is it the crust? It's the crust. It's the it's the thickness. It's the sauce. It's the garlic uh, butter that you can get. That's um, that's true. To yeah. dip your crust in. Yeah. I love that. And I'd say like 10 years ago, Domino's really like changed their game. And so much so that, like, I was like, oh, they're just, like, making their pizza like Papa John's now. Um, in that, like, the, the 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 crust is, like, doughy and good. Like, I like, I don't like a thin pizza. So, like, um, I like, I, I like the texture of the crust and it's soft and it's so uh, moist and stuff like that. Now, that's not to say, like you said, I do like a local place. Our local place is called Antonio's. And I go there all the time. Um but uh, it's pricey to go there. Whereas you can go to Papa John's and get 
it's been like, especially if you're going to pick up, oh my God, you can get, you can eat like Kings for 20 bucks. Right. And then, uh, and, um, and then even when I was working in Burbank, there was a little Caesars around the corner. And sometimes I'd just be so busy and my post super would be like, I don't know, I got little Caesars and because <laughs> it was $5, you know, I mean, he could get a whole pizza for $5 and hey, in a pinch, it ain't bad, it, man. I know it does its <laughs> job. You're right. Yeah. Um, but and and you know what? I, I feel like people hold Shakey's in high regard. Shakey's is like how Pizza Hut used to be in the 90s. Right. It's like a restaurant. Um, but like and everybody's like, oh, Mojo Potatoes and blah, blah, blah. I was like, eh, it's good. Eh. <laughs> I had the same thought. I it, and the and the mojo. I think we went there for a lunch thing, and this was a long. This is when I bunch was bunch of lunch. Remember bunch of yeah, lunch? That's what it 90s. was. Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't bunch of lunch. It was that yeah, they were definitely pushing the. Uh, what were the potatoes you just said? The the mojo potatoes. The mojo potatoes. Yeah, yeah it was good. at CSUN. and oh sure yeah yeah Ken Powers, uh, bless his heart, was was a penny pincher. Just I mean we any place we had a coupon for, we would go there for lunch. And so he took us there, and it was for that that uh, the equivalent of the bunch of lunch where you get the little salad, and then you can go up and get what pizza you want. But I don't know, man, pizza under a heat lamp, and the mocho potatoes were a little soggy. I did, you know, it didn't do it for me. Yeah, it's it's fine. So anyway, yeah, Antonio's is my local place. Toppers, I was pretty sure it was your place. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I've got another uh, clip of our man our boy james uh at 355 for rock sound magazine let me put this into watch together i closed a few apps and the computer seems to be responding better oh good so i'm gonna hit what's up that and i'm gonna skip this over to 355 where he should be talking about delivery with tom at his side and it's a daily effort to try to combat delivery the song is uh um you know, and kind of keeping with the less is going to be a lot more. We thought it'd be fun to try something where, um, you know, it's kind of like sort of feels like it could be a drum loop, but it's actually performed. And there's a really perverse lack of of crash cymbals on this song, which is which is really fun. <laughs> oh, that's what but they again, go into I on that second half of that clip. Things you would really recognize unless I pointed them out to you, which means it's working. Um, I guess delivery is sort of about watch uh, Tom's face well gym talks <laughs> getting lost and spending lottery winnings in your head when it comes to relationships <laughs> and how it's something you'd always be chasing instead of getting present it's about the, it's about the, it's about the battle to stay present with your interactions with other people five 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 <laughs> i hear it for sure yeah good job jim yeah good job jim <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom looks like he's he's re- trying to remember if he left the uh, the oven running uh, on, right? <laughs> I forgot to close the garage. God, That's it. it. I knew it. Did I, I, did I leave the heater on? 80? <laughs> <laughs> Here's more of Jim for DIY mag. Did you see this blurb here? Uh-uh. Uh- okay, Jim blurb for DIY mag delivery. Some of the most important memories I have are the ones where I became self-aware as they happened. Time seems so uh, Time seems to slow down, and I hear myself saying, Wow, I'm really wow here. Wow, <laughs> uh, um, uh, that's crazier than a land lizard. Uh, <laughs> most of the time, I feel we go through our days mentally living in the future, past, or maybe only slightly present in an automated response way. That's that's what I feel like every time I ask Wes how his day was. Good. Oh my god. 
trash. Right. Okay, I'm sure it wasn't gr- right. like good. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's really sad because I have come to be- uh, belief. I have come to believe life in the present is the only thing we truly have. Anytime I've been able to make a true connection to someone, it has been because I'm fully there. It's like if you're not making an effort to stay present, you're walking around with a sign reading undiscoverable. That's a cool yeah. sentiment. Yeah. Um, Zach did an Instagram live uh, a year ago, and JG429 detailed it on the Reddit and specifically mentioned that Zach said delivery is one of his favorite songs on the album surviving. I went ahead and dug through Zach's Twitter and uh, here's what he had to say about the word delivery because there wasn't a lot about the song. (laughs) October 15th, 2008, who cares about plumbers? What's McCain going to do for drummers slash pizza delivery guys? Um, so that's a, that's a take on delivery. Uh-huh. I did ask Zach what his favorite delivery place was, and it was before I found that audio clip because I was just asking him to tell us about the song. Uh-huh. And uh, and I think we found a great bite, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to hear. Uh, uh, anyway, we found that great bite, and uh, I asked him what his favorite delivery place was. He did not answer me. April 21st, 2010, getting an iPad for my wife for giving birth to Lind number five Jeez. that's crazy i did not know he had wow. five kids five. today at I least learned. five kids yeah <laughs> uh, how many gigs she gets will depend on how well she does in delivery oh gosh so jeez she get this uh see 2010 did she get the 16 the 32 the 64 what did she get <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'll ask him that <laughs> yeah <laughs> what did what did she earn <laughs> so which was it <laughs> 64 kind of makes me feel a little dirty 16 <laughs> all right uh, you know <laughs> it's only 12 years later yeah um and uh all right uh the band tweeted with the lyric sheet january 8th 2021 we will deliver exactly one week from this moment hashtag phoenix sessions hashtag surviving hashtag delivery jimmyeatworldlive.com they posted a picture of a music sheet where you can read on a piece of paper that was printed with a uh, printer that requires ink <laughs> <laughs> uh, the lyrics to delivery and let's take a look here well i know i'm well comma i know i'm drinking now i'm interested is the punctuation the same as Ooh, on the let's record see. no he has the well here and the well is not in the liner notes. Well, I know I'm dreaming, but feels too good to stop. And it does say, but feels. And what did Genius say? But it feels too good to stop? Or does it say, but feels too good to stop? Yeah, Genius says, but, but it feels, it too, feels good too good to stop. Good to stop yeah. But this says, but feels too good to stop. And so does liner notes. The picture in my head is always moving. We're alone at, snow, uh, at sunset in snowfall, in air, confirmed. It's only special once. Because there's an ending, and we realize we're in a future memory. I can only use what I know from you. And, the, uh, and not an and then. It's just the rest. I quietly accept Yeah, that. the rest. I mean, obviously, quietly. while you're singing it. the. Uh, uh, but yeah, interesting. That's fun. <laughs> I love that Andrew Jones says, someone needs to deliver your new ink cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> and Jeffrey Loader says, the inkjet lines gave me a ton of anxiety. I was going to say, they're reason. definitely inkjet lines. That's it, you're, uh... I love that I'm not the only person that mentioned it. That's so good. I assume you would have said something. It looked, Yeah, I mean, it's just... It... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, how much black cartridge do we have left? <laughs> oh, God, it's enough. It's enough. 
<laughs> just don't tweet it, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right. Oh. Uh, what other track notes do you have? Um, got I got a couple, a couple YouTube reviewers. I got a couple things from. Uh, this is uh, wrbbradio.org. Jimmy Eat World release Surviving by Trey Lavery, November 4th, 2019. They gave it, uh, looks like, three light bulbs out of five, right? Okay, um, fair. Let me vamp up to this, this little clip that I have here. Um, the Other high points include One Mill, Diamond, and All the Way Stay, the last of which is a jazzy number, which makes its saxophone line work uh, while still keeping up a youthful rock sense that is impressive for a band that has been around this long and shows that they're still able to incorporate new elements into their music. The song's lyrics fit that feeling too. Adkins sings about the beginnings of new relationships. That's There's what I want and what, what I need, and the latter takes a while to see it. Doesn't matter how often or how old. While these high points do exist, many of the songs on Surviving sound like they could have come from practically any piece of Jimmy Eat World's discography. This suggests they have not changed much over the past mm. 23 years. Mm-mm. Delivery sounds like it could have come from my mom's car radio in 2004. What? <laughs> Off of Futures? <laughs> yeah. While Recommit sim- similarly feels like a sleepy, overproduced throwback despite its feel-it-in-your-chest baseline. Forget it. <laughs> Forget my it. mom's car radio in 2004. No thanks, Trey Lavery. What's, I was going to say, uh, what's this guy's name again? <laughs> Uh, the other one I have is from the Wall of Sound, Australia. Australia. Uh-huh. Kilakonte Dinawe. Uh, this is uh, p- posted on October 19th, 2019 by uh, Tamara May in album reviews with one comment. <sighs> so she's got three paragraphs. I'll just do the first sentence here. It's hard to believe that Jimmy World have released their 10th studio album when the majority of us can only remember their fourth release, 2001's Bleed American, which fell right in the era where pop punk was about to peak. Uh, delivery gave me some strong country feels, which I'm not really mm. a huge fan of, but after a few more listens, it also threw me back to 90s pop rock nostalgia, e.g. Matchbox 20, which I get. I think that's the whole drum loop aspect of it, which was intentional, uh, mm-hmm. and maybe the that the uplifting chord progression in there. I, I can kind of see that, but that's good. Yeah. I mean, somewhat positive. I just saw an article... Because this person used EG. And I was like, interesting that they said that. And I just saw, uh, maybe it wasn't an article, but it was a blurb that was like that IE and EG are very different things. Yeah. And they mean their own thing. Yeah. And this person used it correctly. Yeah, they did. EG stands for the Latin phrase, exempli gratia, meaning for example. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Whereas IE stands for id est, which in Latin, it means that is. That is to say, and then you go on. Yes. I just remember that EG has the example in it. <laughs> That's right. And then everything yeah. else is IE. Example. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the other thing I got, I just because this is a new album, uh, I did filter out some of the Amazon reviews for oh. delivery. Uh, Megan, interesting and sti- stylistically Megan diverse. Golding, right here. <laughs> this could be her. <laughs> She's... This Delivering is the goods. <laughs> it didn't fall in a sta- in her list of standouts, but she did put it in really like. Could re- oh. really like recommit delivery one mil uh, and then could be a standout congratulations she doesn't like it as the last track um, sure. Darcy been playing it every day for three weeks November 11th 2019 delivery a slower nice. pace the lyrics are flowing and thoughtful the music matches well I'm hoping that we find that reviewer that goes through and says there's no e what was it ease in any of these <laughs> <laughs> obviously in 555 five, five, there is not one <laughs> That's right. 
555, however you do it. <laughs> the last one from Very Cherry. Ascension again, UK, May 28th, 2020. Ah, delivery is a distinct echo of the majesty and emotiveness oh my. of Dizzy. With its instrumentation and form similar, that same ability to seep into you. I don't know if it was your read or if they wrote it so eloquently. I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> a little of column A, a little of column B. That is what I have for uh, track notes that I have. All right, I'm going to jump over to Watch Together and play the True North reviews. Oh, okay. The album Surviving, and True North talks about this song at 1.52. Hey there, welcome back. And this is uh, this guy, one. 52. Close enough. Here we go. Vice. For example, Adkins delivers a soft-burning alt-rock song with delivery, and he has a very genuine and heartfelt message of living in the moment and not forcing what isn't right in that moment. You're kind of accepting your potential of what you can achieve. On another track, 555, we have a focus. So there it is. He okay. gets it. He gets yeah. it. Um, let's see. Says he loves delivery at 304 but thought it was a low point of the record, maybe huh. lower energy. Let's see, at 222, Noah and Alyssa review the song. And I think either contradict themselves or I misinterpreted. Uh, it's SMEB reviews. Why is it SMEB reviews? And it shows up as Noah and Alyssa. Well, who knows what I'm doing what? <laughs> when I make these We're notes. finding out live. Uh, I was a couple... Uh, I was a couple of weeks early on my research for this one. You so were. I really remembered which song we were doing this week. Here we go. New Year's Resolution. 222. an anthemic through most of this album. We do get a little low point for del- with delivery, 555 and 1 mil. Um, so, although yeah. 1 mil, despite being acousticky at some points, is one of my favorites. Super catchy, and the so chorus is super anthemic. Through 305. 555 is okay. probably mo- the most like integrity blues it's very it's but it did sound like he was talking about the energy of it the sounds record a lot like yeah. integrity takes blues. a dip but ultimately this album is really good it's really high octane and it is super catchy really well written and i was really happy with this release there like i said it, it there's some songs that maybe don't quite click with me as much criminal energy is one that just doesn't really stand out same for recommit um but ultimately, this album is super catchy, and my favorites are One Mill, Love Never, and Delivery. Three excellent tracks. Oh, okay, all right. It's super- so, yeah, that's where I was like, wait, but he said he didn't like this track. Right. I'm very confused, but I think it was a uh, I think it was a thing. So, anyway, Modern Day Masterpiece is our last reviewer. And what did I say? Copying themselves? Oh, the, uh, I think Modern Day Masterpiece's take is that they are uh, rehashing, like your other boy said, uh, something that they've done in the past. Uh, so Modern Name Masterpiece talks about this song at two minutes. Especially for Jimmy World, like yet again, ripping them their, their selves off here. Oh. Uh, a song like Delivery. Um, while I guess it's, it's technically like a nice sounding song, it, it's not doing anything new or fresh and it's not touching my soul. So it's a song that I will, I'll probably skip from here on out. And they're new. Oh man, <laughs> touching your soul. Yeah, man. And who's like, I'm just going to never listen to this song ever yeah, again. Always, like, always skip, skip, skip. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a nice little thing. Um, this is in my additional links, unless you have any other notes or reviews oh, on man. this track. Go for it. So this is called, this is a skate video by Skateboarding Sick. is No Rocket Scientist. And Skateboarding is No Rocket Scientists uses the song. This was done November 2020. Uh, so in the pandemic and they went out skateboarding. Hello and welcome back. Es ist jetzt oh, Mitte yeah, Dezember 
when do I have to jump? Um, wir sind jetzt im Voll-Lockdown. Den ganzen November schon so im Semi-Lockdown, Skatepark so. Oh, yeah, he does like an intro. I forgot about it, but um, I didn't write timestamp. And now I'm interested. Aber Maybe I didn't write timestamp because I want to listen to this. Warmer November. Also habe ich versucht, irgendwie mir ein paar neue Spots zum Skaten zu erschließen, war teilweise Zaxons hypnotizing. Auf Feldern, was irgendwie ganz cool ausschaut, aber ziemlich nervig ist, wenn es so cool. oder die yeah, Rollen dann ständig dreckig sind und die Schuhe. Ich hatte diesmal nicht wirklich einen Plan, äh, was ich filmen oder was ich erzählen will, kein Trick, den ich unbedingt stehen wollte. Also wird das, denke ich, jetzt hier eher so ein klassischer Vlog. He's probably telling Vielleicht, us all kinds uh, of like anti-vax stuff. Talk to the people who don't skate. He thinks the mask mandates are BS. It's like this time there's no skate meta thema. I have a few new tricks ausprobiert and it's done a lot of things. And if you're vielleicht wondered why I have a pop show that relatively ausführlich zeigen sollte, war der vielleicht Switch oder Nolly oder Fakey oder Nolly Fakey. Also, I have a new camera. I have natürlich auch mit der versucht auseinanderzusetzen, die kennenzulernen einfach die Qualität des Videos zu verbessern. Ich hoffe, dass es mir gelungen. Ja, ansonsten gibt es äh, diesmal, glaube ich, nicht so viel zu quatschen. Fürs nächste Jahr habe ich auch schon ein paar Sachen geplant und ein paar Ideen, unter anderem äh, Schuh-Reviews. Und zwar yeah, me too. I'd be sweating like a pig, though. Tigans It's November von Fallen. Wherever he lives. Chamonix? Ja. Yeah. Den Patriot würde ich sagen, oh, zwei cool. relativ vielversprechende Modelle uh, in right ähm, Die werde ich mir mal anschauen. Mehr wird noch nicht verraten. Vieles wird wahrscheinlich auch spontan kommen. So, und eigentlich habe ich ja gesagt, ich will nicht so viel labern diesmal. Also jetzt äh, November, Dezember Edit. Viel Spaß. Alright, here we go. I like this. Nice editing. What is that called when you double exposed? Video editing during the pandemic. Yeah. This is the manual across. I'll be doing some commentary here. Yeah, dude. It's a leaf, leaf ride. That's <laughs> a full reverb. Ollie over the uh, manhole cover. Manual in the mirror. Oh, okay. Nice. That was a uh, big spin. A failed kick flip. Oh, heel flip. That's a heel flip. Oh, yeah. Oh, front side oh, flip. Front side pop shove it. Cool shot. Oh! oh. oh right on the arm. <laughs> Freaking your ankle. Yeah. Um, nice kick flip. I love. Look at that shot. Great. Great composition here. Yeah. Heel flip. <laughs> Reaver. Oh! Oh! Uh, Lariel flip. I love these old farm roads. Yeah, man. Oh, oh, Nolly kickflip. Oh, I have a feeling he's writing fakey. Yeah. Yeah, fakey heel flip. Yeah. Oh, yes. Backside. Air. Backside pop shove it. Backside pop shove it. This is pretty good. This is like, uh, maybe he took up skating. This is way better than I ever ended up after two years of skating. Oh my goodness, he's trying to 
in a game of skate. <laughs> it does. I'm so proud of him. Look at that. Yeah. He's happy too. Das hat sich so gut angefühlt. Heilige Scheiße. Heute ist der erste Tag, an dem ich das wirklich richtig diesen Trick probiert habe. Normalerweise würde ich sagen, two to make it true, aber ich bin schon zu platt heute. Um, of course you guys are also nächstes Mal to make it yeah. true. Um, vielen Dank fürs Gucken. So, jetzt aber ausschalten. Ciao. 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 So he's in Schaftlarn. Schaftlarn. Schaftlarn, huh? It sounds so elegant when you say it. Skateboarding is not rocket science. Let's see where Schaftlarn is. Schaftlarn. Schaftlarn, municipality in Chamonix. Ah, okay. It's very pretty there. Yeah, man. It's like the I Midwest, man. Let's zoom out here. Let's yeah. see what what I've never been to Germany. Me neither. It is uh South Germany, uh closest to the border of Liechtenstein and uh Munich. It's south of Munich is the uh, okay. closest big city. Neat. Yeah. Kann ich alp et pofschavit varianten stechen and he snaps it. Ah, that was cool, man. <laughs> nice uh, job. Yeah, I, I wonder if we can watch that with translated uh, subtitles on it. Yeah. Anything. Whatever. Uh, and then there are these Provo vloggers. Um, now, I think they're from Provo, but this is not them visiting Provo. But they used, uh, 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 I forget where they were, maybe Jackson Hole. Yeah, ja Jacob's 29th in Jackson, the Provo life. So their channel is called the Provo life. This is his 29th birthday. This looks like I cut something that shot in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and it looks like this. It is June 25th, 2020, at 1.44 in the afternoon. We have driven up to Jackson, Wyoming to celebrate yeah. my birthday. I turned 29 <laughs> years old. And uh, we are heading to the Silver Dollar Cafe to eat a buffalo burger. Oh, I like that. Oh, man. Dead skunk. Oh, yeah, yeah. I noticed this is June 2020, not a mask in sight. <laughs> Concerning. 
Here we are. This burger the, looks uh, good, man. There you Antler go. Arch that burger looked really good. Wave, yeah. Uh, USA. Wow. Should we go to uh, another one? That's cool. I can only So this was put up literally one month ago. So this bear was killed by this dude's teeth. He bit the carotid artery and the bear died to death. Well, no, the bear passed died out and death? then he beat died the bear with a stick on the head. Intense, look at that. Okay, here we are at Joel Schumacher, or Schwabek. Schwabeknecker. Anyway, we're gonna, I'm gonna do a time lapse of, <laughs> of Le Titan. Things you hope someday will come, keep waiting. Okay, so I know people will judge me for this, but I'm gonna share with you anyway. This was my old um, camelback hose. Oh, yeah. As you gross. can see, it, it looks is nasty. Disgusting. All right just bought this new beauty. I finally bit the bullet and spent the whole $12 to replace the hose. So, um, anyway, in other news, this is our tent cabin thing. I think that's the end of delivery. But anyway, okay. I wonder if they know my friend and our listener, Spencer Poole, who also lives in Provo, Utah. In my head, I had never heard of Provo before Spencer, but since meeting Spencer, I hear about it all, all the, time. the time. It's probably like the second largest city in Utah, yeah. and I don't even know. <laughs> um, so there it is. Do you have any other links you want to get into before you talk community? No, man. Let's do it. What you got for community? Oh, okay. Well, I got one, um, the Walking on a Wire delivery song release discussion thread two years ago. Oh. Uh-huh. Yes. This is, uh, uh, yeah. I loved this. Mecca Pangolin. That was the one I pulled from yeah. that. Yeah, this song, this bloody song. <laughs> my goodness, it's a beautiful track. And the lyrics hit me right where it hurts. It's yep. probably the most like a throwback to their BA yep. Futures material to my ears. I wish, wish, wish it had another minute or two. An extended bridge would have absolutely slayed me. But even so, well in my top five songs by them. <laughs> yep, that's the yeah. Mecca Pangolin's uh, comment. Was yeah, man. I mean, we could also go through uh, Cocaine and Nudity, too. Absolutely stunning. Could fit in any album and not sound out of place. Pure Jimmy. Love that username. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, oh, I reached out to Jake T. O'Donnell because his list of 100 top 100 Jimmy World songs was done in anticipation of Surviving being released. Mm -hmm. Since it had been released, I did reach out to Jake directly, and I said, where might delivery fit were you to re-rank today? And Jake says, top 30 to 40 for me for sure. When the record came out, it was my favorite, but I'm more partial to the title track these days. Says Jake T. O'Donnell. 30 to 40, huh? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I get that. I'd put it higher. <laughs> I, I really like delivery. I think I told you it was one of those tracks that I don't know if I liked it up front, and I don't know. I get like that the first listen through, but I just remember distinctly that there were a couple of tracks in delivery. Um, I think, think was one of those where it's like, I don't know about this. And then I, it ended up flipping around and becoming one of my most appreciated uh, tracks yeah. on the album. So I don't know. I guess it just wasn't the time and place when I had to first listen to it. Yeah. Right. Um, JG four, two, nine 
two years ago posted that this was the song of the week. He submitted it himself because he was out of submissions from other people. Uh, he or she, sorry. She. Uh, and uh, says, I've been totally overwhelmed with life for the past few weeks, and this song has been my go-to when I need to take a breath and regroup. And uh, posts the lyrics there. And uh, uh, lots of people saying it's the best on surviving and all those things. So very fun. Um, I, too, have a post from JG429. She uh, posted this five months ago, Appreciation for Delivery, a discussion thread. Listening to Delivery and just really appreciating its classic Jimmy sound and lyrics. A top song for me, for sure. And uh, just three three comments on this one. Yaz Nasty says, I thought Post... I thought Post was going to be about a proposal that Damage would have been a better album if they swapped out Appreciation for Delivery. I know anytime you see Appreciation at this band, I always think the same thing. <laughs> um, and no, I didn't because Delivery probably hadn't been written yet in 2013. Also, that's one of my favorites on Damage and Delivery is one of my favorites on Surviving. Also, there was no point to this comment. <laughs> I'm glad they could see that. But the top comment with three, po- with three points... Uh, the J Theory says absolutely, and Z James W love the drums on it too. That awesome beat really ties the whole song together. Yeah. <sighs> um, yes. let's take a look. Yeah, I gotta get past this. Uh, watch together link. Oh, I did pull. I like going through since we're going to Last FM all the time. I'll go and check the comments on the track, and I liked this on Last FM. Diomath, D Y O M A E T H. Uh, on October 22nd, 2019 at 11 a.m. says, what a sexy song with three uploads. <laughs> sexy. So I'm go ahead and give Diomath a, uh, a, a fourth like on that comment. Uh, Chorus FM pulled up some people that love it. Um, Delivery is my early favorite, says Anthony underscore uh, October 18th, 2019. Delivery has such good lyrics, says Unborn Whiskey. Uh, Utipa says, probably my third or fourth favorite Jimmy World Record... The title track delivery in 555, One Mill, Diamond, and Love Never are all amazing. Uh, Smo was here, says delivery in 555 is an incredible one two punch. And K says delivery, recommit, and surviving are my three favorites at this point. Oh, this is a good one. Left and leaving says delivery is the most Jimmy sounding Jimmy ever song. <laughs> Jimmy is the most Jimmy sounding Jimmy song ever. That's good. <laughs> so Jimmy, man. So Jimmy. It's the Jimmiest of all songs. Um, let's see. Anything else? Uh, Smoke for the Caper says delivery is pure bleed American esque bliss. Um, and then <laughs> Signy Fire says, uh, delivery is like straight out of Chase This Light era. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I grabbed a couple from Facebook. Oh, what'd yeah. You get? Christopher Kelly, December 3rd, 2021. Anyone else blasting delivery in a Burger King parking lot before embarking on a 30 hour <laughs> drive? Nah, probably not. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Sherry Van Hogenstein, uh, and she puts on the heart background. It's all about delivery in all caps. So very good. Yeah. He likes it. I've got Elizabeth Mason Moses on March 16th, 2020. The day I broke my arm uh, <laughs> right at the beginning of the pandemic. No one went to work that day. Drummer here. Ha. Just noticed the drums and delivery are the same almost exactly as in Dizzy. Dizzy's short bridge sounds almost exactly like delivery. And Rebecca Lynn Huffman Thayer says, yes, I've been saying this. 
And Marcus Parr says, same with Little Thing. When I first heard Delivery, I instantly thought of that one. Now, what did Zach say it sounded like? Gotta be somebody's blues? Yeah. Or no, I think he says he used the symbol on Gotta Be Somebody's Blues. Or did he say Gotta Be Somebody's Blues? It's the same drum beat. I'm pretty sure he said Gotta Be Somebody's Blues. What did I rave DJ this with? Uh, Okay, I know what I rave DJ with. And it wasn't Gotta Be Somebody's Blues. Gotcha. Should have done that. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Uh, let's see. Uh, Joe Calderon on Facebook uh, talks about the theme. Uh, so I have some theories about the lyrical themes on Jimmy albums from Static Prevails to Dizzy. Do you think that Jim is referring to 122395 on the song 23? I've noticed that winter, especially December, is a major thing scattered throughout those records. It makes me wonder what exactly transpired. Thoughts and then edit. Delivery makes reference to this kind of scenery as well. Um, So uh, we've talked about how the band paints a picture largely from the same palette. Um, And it's great. I love it. Uh, Frank D did that extra surviving poll and he even had called in. He was our first voicemail, I believe. Yeah. Um, And uh, so I found his December 7th, 2019 Facebook post about his poll results um, that he had run because uh, there was uh, it was something about the the way the survivor polls ran that he felt like they were throwing too much weight around and he wanted it to be more quote unquote fair I think so here's what he has to say here uh, some observations as I watched the survey progress delivery held the first position from the start and love never has been in last recommit was in second for a while five 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 in third congratulations in fourth and surviving in fifth place in spite of being the last song to receive a first place vote approximately 50 surveys into voting slowly five 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 took over second dropping recommit to third. Meanwhile, Surviving finally got a vote for first, propelling it past congratulations and into fourth place. As of 70 votes, Delivery was the only song with no last place votes. In fact, it was the only song at that point which hadn't received at least one vote in every position. As of 75 voters and a second vote for Surviving as Surviving's top track, it has passed Recommit for third place. Recommit drops to fourth with a surprising 17 place votes it only uh 17 first place votes it only trailed delivery with 21 at that point but it was passed by both 555 14 first place votes and the aforementioned surviving only two first place votes at 100 votes things are getting tight a three-way tie for fourth place between criminal energy recommit and congratulations we have 555 moving into first, delivery moves into second, surviving remains in third. Final tally of 124 people helped rank surviving, and the results are in. Take a look and analyze for yourself. Number one, 555. Number two, delivery, then uh, so on. Surviving, criminal energy, recommit. I'm giving it the tiebreaker due to more first place votes. Congratulations. All the way stay. Diamond, one mil, love, never. Mm. And uh, that is how Frank D's poll ended up shaking out and he also posted to reddit let's see if it's all the same text it looks like it yep and uh <laughs> M-, M cook five says you all did diamond in one mil dirty <laughs> jg429 <laughs> says right <laughs> so dirty fun so jg429 is jenna that's what yeah I need to that's it okay. yeah um all right and then uh it was a group 
survivor poll this past July. I can't even keep up with the Facebook group, and I'm not on Facebook all that much. I know. But let's look at Courtney Smith's post July 20th, 2021. Uh, Greetings, Queendom. I bring news. After a lengthy chat with my advisor where I pushed for the monarchy to be a dictatorship and I just make recommit the winner, I was advised that this is a constitutional monarchy and I have to listen to the people boo so by the will of the people i hereby crown delivery as the winner of the surviving survivor poll it was a worthy winner and probably the only song that was never quite at risk of going out but it also was never always at the top i was personally really surprised by the order in which things went out what are your thoughts order of exit criminal order of exit interesting so like criminal energy was voted out first do you think yeah okay uh, then one mill diamond love never all the way stay surviving recommit five 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 congratulations and uh, so then that leaves delivery to win so okay cool well, let's see anything else ah we've <laughs> so funny we just talked about this today in the discord Greg Kirkpatrick May sixteenth twenty twenty says it's official. Delivery is the song that I want played at my funeral. <laughs> Hopefully a very long time from now. I'm embarrassed. I accidentally initially wrote surviving instead of delivery. Oh, the sweet irony. <laughs> um, but we just talked about this today. Yeah, I we have did. a playlist running. You do. Um, and uh, and yeah. How did it come up? Did you say? Um, oh, it was, uh, I, I think it was Linux asked the question, uh, if you were a ghost, who would you haunt? And I was just talking about making a playlist that would annoy people. Um, <laughs> Just Baby Shark 12 times. <laughs> yes. And uh, I think then it was the, the question was brought up. I, doesn't David have one? And then you you chimed in. Yes, I do, that's actually. Right. When David dies, sure. right? Uh, da- songs to play at my funeral. Song, yeah, believe, that's, yeah. That's, that's yeah. much more eloquent than uh, David's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It won I the died, 2019 yo. Reddit Survivor uh, delivery did. And it slipped to third place in 2020. Um and then, okay, I know nothing about this. So I reached out to anybody that knew uh, Minecraft, because I don't know. It. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> let's see, I somebody responded. They did not get back to me. So uh, our boy Futures Past, he knows Minecraft. And I sent him this post uh, that is unbreaking a Minecraft parody of delivery. Uh-huh. And... Um, Futures Pass says, this is actually pretty good. Not pro level, but I imagine a well-done cover slash parody of that could at least go semi-viral. It makes sense within Minecraft gameplay and is quite clever at times. Added bonus, it's not too lore heavy, so anyone that hasn't played in years can still understand it. I don't have... Blah, blah, blah. All right, that is well, all good. You- he recommended somebody who does Minecraft parodies. I reached out to that person. Uh-huh. They did not get back to me. Okay. But we can read these lyrics. Well, no, I'll do you yeah. one better, David. Let's oh. see. Um, I, I spleetered this out, okay? Oh, so my God. let's test and see. <laughs> I'm going to do this live, all right? Sweet, um, dude. <laughs> Here we go. This is so good. I'm so excited. <laughs> all right. I know I'm mining, but it feels too good to stop. Pickaxe in my head is always breaking. And I found a diamond, throw my hands in the air. It's only one, but I am celebrating. 
Justin Miller. <laughs> ah, dude. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love that. I did sing the low harmony for you. I so heard you're gonna it. Have to tie me in. I'm definitely gonna tie you in there. Uh, oh, you know, only a. a the one line that I loved the most, you know, and the things you hope someday will come keep waiting. The equivalent here was, <laughs> was it, and, and every day I have to keep on mining. A little bit of a, I think I'm, I missed the vocal line, but you know what? That's okay, dude. <laughs> that was great. What a great idea. Yeah. And now we do get uh, Mr. Colty5 says, I'm dying, LOL. And uh, Jimmy C. Jacob says, this deserves so much more than my single up. Yeah. So too bad this is two years yeah. ago. We can't just comment in right. here and With the post. leave our... Uh, or can we? Can we comment on this? Uh, not if it's, I don't think if it's this old, no. Testing. Let me see. Yes, I can comment on All it. Right. So I'm going to go ahead and delete that comment. And then when we get this in there, we'll, uh, we'll lay it in there. All right. <laughs> it'll be we'll x we'll we'll cut it out just for our patrons and this one comment yeah on reddit <laughs> so if you're not on patreon.com slash jimmy epod and you really want to hear it split out from the episode yeah. you can go find this one post on reddit <laughs> i'll throw a little reverb on me <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 me too because yeah. i was not maybe take some of my uh harmonies later when i was still figuring out the notes <laughs> all right because <laughs> the first couple are a little me just uh finding it <laughs> fair fair noted <laughs> sweet that was fun man yeah. oh man that's great all right <laughs> that's going on the uh, 2022 yeah, uh, retrospective reel <laughs> Yeah. Okay, um, what is this? 10.45 here, the day after release. Ah, here is a live performance the day after the record was released. Um, yeah, let me put this in watch together. We'll watch a little bit of this. This is posted by Michael Atwood, live at Prism Kingston, 1910-19. I'm happy, guys. Robin's harmonies are great. Yeah. Okay, let's not uh, blow our load too quickly. Let's jump over to the Phoenix Sessions, publicly available. Yes, now public. On the YouTube's. Let's take a listen to how this shook out. Now they played in a different key. Yeah, which is a higher, huh? Well, no. Oh, maybe lower. Yeah, lower. I think it's yeah. I could tell you it's a half step lower, but I don't know. <laughs> really, I think you're about right. I think it was actually on. Uh, take a look here. Yeah, uh, this is B minor, 10A camp a lot, 86 BPM, 313. So, uh, two steps down. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. 
so Oof. good. Man. So check out the Phoenix Sessions. Now available for everybody if they want to check it out. Um, Let's take a look here. In the cover section here, uh, we got a few things. I've got a band, an acoustic, and a uh, and our guest. Oh, and a drums. Ah. Where do you want to start? And what do you have? Do you have those? Same, same exact things. Let's Sweet. do in order. Let's go in order of. I, I imagine our guest. I think I know who this is, right? <laughs> yes. Now uh, uh, let's listen. To, let, let's bookend it because our guest has submitted a new version that we will end uh, once we uh, bef- between now and our guest. We will play the new cover that she has done and okay. submitted to us. Uh, and we can even uh, listen live here okay. uh, before we go into her. But let's listen to this first one I found. Sweet. Uh, which is Try to Cover of Delivery for Jim's Birthday. And this is by Crooked Forest, okay, who is our guest this episode. I'm back with another acoustic cover today. Uh, and this was posted this is the third November 10th, 2020. Um, is that the same day that my dude was skateboarding? <laughs> was it? I can't remember. I can't help myself. <laughs> Uh, I was going to do this one tomorrow, but today happens to be Jim Adkins' birthday. So happy birthday, Jim. He just said November. It was definitely the same month. Ready for the occasion? Had to. Um, So I'm going to do a song off of Jimmy E. World's uh, latest album, Surviving. uh, What do you think InShot is? Maybe even pause the video. Oh, uh, I think it's like a... One of those free camera editing... A song uh, called Delivery. Ah, or a video editing. I've been listening to this record a ton since it came out, um, a lot, especially this year and over the last few months specifically. This band, for one reason or another, has always helped me get through a lot of difficult things. So this year has been difficult, I know, for a lot of us. Um, I made a I see uh, that Mickey Mouse cut back there. Pretty is that what big that is? changes over the last it's, few There's months. a Mickey Mouse oh, and then yeah. an owl of some in sort. March, I see it now. Uh, I made the decision to quit drinking, which was a, a big deal for me. I haven't had one since then, so I'm pretty proud of that. I started wow, right at the beginning of the pandemic. In my life and have always kind of tried to stop, but couldn't make it stick. So this is the longest I've gone without drinking ever. <laughs> I credit some of that uh, to a lot of the bands that I listen to. Um, a lot of the my favorite songwriters uh, have been talking about how they also have quit drinking at different points in their lives and how they managed to do that. So I thank them for that. So it's been a lot of pretty big adjustments for me, um, but I really can't complain. Things have been overall pretty good. Um, we had really nice weather this summer. We had really nice weather today. The one really good thing about what COVID did for me was gave me the time to finally get back to playing music too, which I hadn't done in a few years. So, um, and I really hadn't worked on anything of my own in many years. So I released an EP back in July, which I was really proud of doing that because I've always wanted to do that. Um, And then after the EP, I released seven or so songs already. And I've got a bunch more that are coming through the new year. So if you like this cover or any of the songs you see on my page, Please follow me and keep up with what I'm doing. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do a quick wardrobe change because this is Jim Madkin's birthday, but it is a Jimmy Eat World what a song, production. so I'm going to switch yeah, up the shirt real quick. Well fought. And is it a Jim Atkins shirt? Yeah, it is. It looks like retro. Yeah. There we go. Much better. Much better. Oh man, two shirts. Gosh, man, I'm sweating for her. <laughs> it's November. Oh, dude. In Canada. Oh, I can't do it. You 
Canada. Yes, you Canada. <laughs> in D with capo on one. Or it's not in D then. It's so funny because I've so I've listened to the cover that she's submitted. And this is like the demo of that. So oh, yeah? this is this is great. This Sick. is the demo of Crooked Forest cover that we'll hear later. Yeah. So the whole video is in the playlist for this episode, and then Sweet. we'll hear the fully fleshed out version uh, much later. Uh, uh, let's take a look at what do you think? What do you want to do next? Let's do. Um, you know what? I like to end on those. Uh, let's do the Praha drums. I think so too, yeah. because it's just going to be the drums, and it's a, yeah. because it's such a loop. Uh, I think we'll get it pretty quick. I pulled the drums only. Version. Got that's what I got too. Good, perfect. Good. I'm going to play this here and watch together. Can you read drum music? Uh, like, no. While they're I, playing, really I'm like, okay, I get right. it, but I couldn't sit down and do it. Never, never tried. tried. Yep, looks complicated as fuck. So, Praha is playing it at 172 BPM. What did... Uh, it's 86 BPM. Yeah, uh, double that is 172. Okay. Yeah. I love all the cameras, man. Yeah, man. For people who are... Oh, yeah. Look at his, his toms there. That's a 12, a 14, and a 16. <laughs> he needs to connect that second pedal, that double... Well, it's connected. He's just not using it. It's there next to his hi-hat. He needs to use it. <laughs> Less is more, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we get it. <laughs> Everything. It's like the uh, it's like that Elisis uh, drum set that we used for, I think, was it World? Um, Gosh, it was one of the Futures tracks, but it was so good. It was like Tom's a plenty. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was the world you love. I think it was. <laughs> it was so good, though. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've got the band Triple Fret and Taylor Brimhall on Facebook doing yeah. an acoustic cover. Let's um, listen to this. I like how it picks up. Uh, which? Taylor Brimhall? Uh, the Triple Fret. Triple Fret. I know we're not saying that wrong. It is a play on words. <laughs> Triple Fret should be the name of our band that does three, four time songs that were originally written in four, four. Yeah. Time. Are you jumping uh, ahead or what? No, that jumped ahead on its own. Uh-huh. Who knows? Let's go ahead. Here we go. This is wearing a Red Hot Chili Pepper shirt on purpose. Okay. <laughs> Always moving. We're alone 
I got those same glasses, man. Which? <laughs> Aren't they all wearing glasses? <laughs> <laughs> but his first. <laughs> he looks like Brendan Urie right there. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, they literally are all wearing glasses. I know. I got all three pair. <laughs> Different generations of Justin. <laughs> it's a five-string bass. So much potentially. Yeah, that's cool. I like that clean uh, lead in there. Yeah. The guitarist looks like my cousin Alex. All right. That's his information that's good on a we got oral Alex medium. And Brandon Yuri For a bunch of people that don't know my cousin Alex. <laughs> the lead singer looks like Addison. And then there's Brandon Yuri. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's the same guy. It's the same dude. Just a different He's just stretched. I think it's skewing it in such a way yes. that he looks like Brendan Yuri with that skew. He should have cut this with InShot, man. Is he playing an open tuning? Because I don't understand any of those chords he's playing. The acoustic. Uh, I'm going to take a look again. And listening to it, it kind of sounds like it's in an open tuning. Yeah, it does. Huh? Actually, we will never see that acoustic guitar again. You know? Yep. <laughs> Two more minutes and it's only... There it is. Uh, see, it looks like he's just holding yeah. down like... Yeah, it does. I think homie on the guitar knows what he's doing. Nope, that looked like a C formation. Yeah, but watch. Watch this part. Watch the chorus. Oh, he's bent. A little bendy. Yeah. Look at that chord. What the hell shape is that? I don't know, man. It looked like a C to me. Yeah, he's just not even holding the guitar there. See, he's like holding that shape and sliding up and down the neck, which maybe think open tuning. But... Oh, I'll bet he's in drop D, so I don't understand any chord shapes in drop D. Could be, could be. Oh, whoa. So happy, I love it. <laughs> triple triple fret man fret. love it i love a punny name yeah all right uh taylor brimmel now this took some finding to find did you find taylor brimmel? no i didn't actually ah okay this <laughs> makes more sense okay cool so eric downing is in the facebook group and eric posted to the facebook group that his friend taylor brimmel had done a cover and and so shared a direct link a friend of mine covered delivery off the new album, I think he did a pretty amazing job. So I went to Taylor Brummel's page, and I should be able to share this link with you. Hit me. Here it comes. Mr. Taylor Brummel. There it is. Tay Tay. All right. You want me to listen? Uh, or, I'm sorry. Ready to listen? Yes. All right. Here we go. Oh, boy. Who's he look like to you? Oh, boy. I don't know. Oh. Looks like my friend Omar. <laughs> Dream That's it. Feels too <laughs> no, I think he kind of looks like Phil Collins. Like a I was Phil Collins. My head is I'm sorry. I was I was gonna say that. <laughs> he does. Really? Oh yeah, for does sure. Does Omar get Phil Collins a lot? Yeah. A little taller than Phil Collins, but 
It's only special ones Cause oh, this guy's, uh, Cause he's doing the He's miking both his guitar And his vocals at the same time He looks giant Because the mic is low Yeah I can only use So he posted this Fourth of July 2020 Everybody was a huge Pandemic uh, Pandemic Mark Hoppus made a joke about adopting a dog during the so pandemic and naming it Pandemic. <laughs> from the rest I patiently request delivery. Don't worry. I like it, man. Yeah, I like how uh, it's toned yeah. down it is. Yep. I think is the right way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely solo acousticized. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bill. Uh, is that everything that is it for that i have for covers do you have a rave dj i I did and i had to i had to create this on the fly oh (laughs) based on conversations and revelations throughout the episode i'm so glad you did it (laughs) uh i i too have oh dude you (laughs) said wait did you do the same one i did oh god damn it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was like i was gonna be so excited to tell you oh it's called (laughs) delizzy yeah i love that it's called delizzy so we just so we, use different tracks. Yeah. So what did he say? Is gotta be somebody's blues? Do I make a gotta be somebody's blues? Nah, <laughs> you just do it listen quick, to man. this one. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Let's see. All right. Every time you're in a rush, it takes 40 minutes to create the goddamn rave DJ. <laughs> I know, right? Sorry, right, server's backed up, guys. <laughs> Post it to the mashups channel in uh, the Discord. Well, you know what we can listen to? We can listen to my Celine Dion and uh, oh, okay, Meatloaf yeah, mashup. <laughs> you know, the Celine Dion song that I shared today, uh, That's the Way It Is, that's I listened to, and I realized it's uh, that one Backstreet Boys song. It's the same song. It's got to be the same writers. It's that same Backstreet Boys song. You are my fire. Oh, yeah. It's the same song. So I should rave DJ that. Rave DJ up. that, man. Rave yeah, DJ man. all day, baby. <laughs> Celine rave DJ day. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> she doesn't need it, but we need it. Okay. Um, this is Delizzy. <laughs> Jimmy Eat World yeah, and Jimmy it. World. Here we go. Let's see how this sounds. So far, so good, David. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Is this yours or mine? I wonder if we play. This is mine. Oh, I wonder if we play mine if it's any different. I, I remember mine it. working, though. Oh, somebody's done my raping kit, so it exists. So this works. It works. I say it works. It man. works. Okay. Um. I. <laughs> Dude, somebody had already done my mashup, so <laughs> it was. I. I've. I don't think I've ever done one that somebody had already done. That's random, right? Yeah, that's great. I um. Love that. And what is this one called, man? <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't even make sense. I is it that way? <laughs> I is it that away? So I, I mean, this is so niche. Uh, okay. I mean, <laughs> All right. 
Poor. Uh, I can't even remember our listener that gave us the one star right now. Oh, uh, uh, Shani Burn. Shani Burn is not a fan of this right now. Right. This is a. I mean, well, it had a music video, but it's an, a Celine Dion, a pre My Heart Go Will Go On Celine Dion track and a Backstreet Boys track. Yeah. But they undoubtedly, I'm going to Google that right now. They have to have the same songwriter. All right. We'll listen to it in the meantime. Yeah. Oh, this is such a great intro. It's the All the Small Things video. <laughs> oh, that was cool. are produced by max martin go to so what they are the same producer max martin wrote i want uh max martin did not write on i want it that way but he did produce i want it that way with christian luden okay and both max martin and christian luden produced the that's the way it is uh song and you know what other song i like Sharp. that's the way. that's just the way it is i have bruce hornsby things will never be the same See, I only know that as a Tupac song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see no changes. <laughs> oh, Tupac Shakur. Oh, right. Uh, well, that was good. I like that. I is it that way. Makes sense. So I want it that way. It doesn't come up on the that's the way it is. Uh, Wikipedia does. Uh, that's the way it is. No, that doesn't come up on uh, the Backstreet Boys one, but I was listening to that Celine Dion song today, and I was like, oh, my God, it's the same song. Uh, when did they... Oh, Backstreet Boys song came out first, November 98, whereas, ah, a year later, That's the Way It Is comes out. That's such a bop, man. Oh, yeah. That's the way it is. All right. Well, Gotta Delivery Somebody's Blues is at 80%. Oh, it's going to be there in a sec. So. Gotta Delivery... Yeah. Got a delivery somebody's Got blues? Got a delivery somebody's I blues. I don't here know, Here it is. Man. It's ready, baby. I, I knew it. I knew it was going to be ready. Okay, here we go. Got a delivery somebody's blues. They're on point tonight. Their servers are running hot. This ain't it. Oh, I'm, I'm all over the place with the violence. Or man yeah. or whatever. Yeah. it's kind of spooky man i'm digging this yeah man i like there's some really interesting things happening here it's like a minor key and a major key man yeah it's all over the place Kind of works. In a weird, like, this is like 
Alon Rubin would love this. <laughs> I like that walk down there. That's cool. Yeah. It works. Yeah. All right. Now, since we're in rave DJ season, will yeah. you play the, the Depeche Mode Mandalorian theme? <laughs> so Ludwig Jorensen is the composer for the Mandalorian series. And uh -huh. I always thought it sounded like the Depeche Mode song Strip, <laughs> which right. I love so much. And this is probably the best rave DJ I've ever made. All right, let's listen to this. And I couldn't believe no one online had ever made these comparisons. Waiting for it. Oh, it's gonna drop, baby. Oh. They've gone. So good. Damn, David. What a build. Yeah, right? With the Depeche Mode drums on it, it's so good. Yeah. Vibey. Oh, dude. That was really good. I was glad I worked out and I wasn't just crazy. Yeah. You got a sharp ear, man. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, before we get into Crooked Forest's revised cover, what are your final thoughts on the song Delivery by the band Jimmy Eat World from the album Surviving? I had to look back at the total track list for this album. It is one of my tops, man. It is yeah. way up there, yeah. I, and I know I, you know, I listen to an album one day and I got a mood and I might like Criminal Energy or Recommit one day, but I think Delivery, by and large, is like one of those top tracks on this album. So, man, I love it. What about you? It's funny, yeah. I had a, I had a lot of thoughts listening to your reaction. So, I, I almost... I, this is an interesting thing that I think holds water, I think. I don't think I can rank a record until it has a successor. 
Does oh, that okay. make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a good point. Surviving just feels too new. I can't put it up against the catalog. That's it needs true. to be within the catalog. Although, I, I guess I could rank nine by Blink-182, um, and that's their latest record, you know. But they've had, like, some B-sides come out since then. It's hard to say. Is that coloring my, my thought? But, like, yeah, I can't. I think that holds water. But anyway, um, that is to say, yes, I think. And also when you mentioned Criminal Energy, like, if it were you and me at a show, I might jump into the pit for yeah. Criminal Energy. Yeah. But, like, uh, Delivery is a great song to be, like, with Susie at a show, you know? Uh-huh. Um, oh, I know what housekeeping is. Right here at the end of the show, <laughs> the dates uh, or a cup, a, a date or two dates have leaked that Dashboard and Jimmy Eat World are going to be touring together this year. Um, now, with Omicron, all of that is probably on hold or postponed or something like that. And theoretically has not been officially announced so it will just have dates that are not the dates that got leaked right but that's very exciting um so uh definitely going to be going to that because the two and a half dashboard songs i've heard from the new record <laughs> are terrific yeah like insanely good and the last record was so bad i can't wait <laughs> for him to have something new i can definitely rank Crooked Shadows. Maybe my thing does not hold water because I can rank Crooked Shadows as the worst dashboard record. Um, but anyway, uh, without any further ado, Justin, as we listen to this uh, Crooked Forest cover heading into our interview, I hope we all remember to be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! <laughs> Oh, 
here we are, everybody, uh, welcoming to the podcast for the first time, uh, noted, uh, uh, what are we going to call it, a uh, returning cover artist on the show uh, who is now interviewed on the show, Crooked Forest themselves, Jamie Eat World. Welcome to Jimmy Eat Pod. Thanks very much. It's a Appreciate pleasure it. to have you on. So we heard a little bit of your uh, the your methodology of how you're going about it. We we had um, we also have like a sort of arbitrary where we didn't want to put up too many episodes from the same record, uh, not because of the guitar tones or any reason, but just to sort of keep it interesting. And I think uh, it threw some people for a loop when we opened with a B side, uh, like a, a, a pre clarity B side. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they're like, wait, what is um, this all about? But I, that's that seems smart to me. Yeah, I thought so too. I was like, "Let us find our groove, then we'll do a hit." <laughs> and uh, I had I had so much uh, anxiety the first time we did a hit. I really didn't want to record the episode. Really? But uh, yeah. Um, but here we are. So um, tell us a little bit. So you've got a project, Crooked Forest, and I think that's how we found you when we started seeing your covers show up on YouTube. Right. Um, and now you have a project called Jamie Eat World, which is specifically focused on covering every Jimmy Eat World song in the catalog. So I suppose let's go back to Crooked Forest, unless there's an origin before that, um, how you got I into mean, doing th- music. There is an origin before Crooked Forest, but as far as me releasing stuff uh, as an as an independent and solo artist, then Crooked Forest would be the first uh, thing I'm doing like that. Um, oh. But but I mean, it might be, I don't know, it, it's, it's semi-interesting. Like, my, my history with as far as uh, covering Jimmy Eat World songs goes, goes way back to my first band. And the very first song we ever played live was Futures. Um, so I have, like, a, 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 a very soft spot <laughs> for Jimmy Eat World specifically. Nice. And uh, when was that? That would have been back in, like, 2006, 2007, 2007. Okay, wow. So you're coming up on 15 years of doing music sort of out and about and uh and then uh after that band you start you you started the project crooked forest yeah um well i kind of like i uh after you know after high school i went to school for uh, for music production and audio engineering and then i spent a couple years working in professional studios here in canada um but then i took a big break from music entirely and i didn't do i pretty much didn't touch anything for years and got into a, a weird space where I was then selling off a lot of my gear and I wasn't planning on ever coming back to music really in uh, in any sort of real sense. Um, and then uh, COVID hit and I was like, man, I got a lot of free time. So let's uh, try this again. And thank goodness you hadn't yet sold all your gear. <laughs> yeah, but I had sold like most of it. So it's been real, uh, it's been like a bad time for me because it's like I'm constantly like, man, I really wish I still had that that thing. I really wish I still had that yeah. drum machine. I really wish I still had MIDI keyboard, whatever. So I'm very limited in the way I'm able to produce tracks right now. Uh, but on the other hand, I kind of consider that like a fun challenge. So, uh, I mean, at least that's what I tell myself to to keep myself happy. Sure. So let's talk about a little bit of your gear. What kind? Of, what, what's your setup right now? Uh, I really, all I do... Uh, it's very, very, very minimal. Uh, I have an Apollo Twin. That's probably the most heavy-duty thing in my entire arsenal. Um, so an Apollo Twin just has two channels. I use two different microphones. And that's it. An Audio-Technica 2020 and a 57, SM57. And Class. everything else I do uh, is just my guitars. I have a bass, one bass, electric bass, one uh, electric guitar, and one acoustic guitar. And my voice. And then I, I MIDI program the drums because I'm actually not a drummer which is nice. probably very apparent. And you're in Pro Tools? 
And I'm in Pro Tools. Yeah, that's right. Is there a uh, is there a is a, do you, do you program the drums by hand or is there like a plugin? Like I'm so used to like GarageBand and Logic where it's like you just get Jake on your drums and you want him to play like a pop punk style and you want him faster and co- more complicated. <laughs> oh, that's that's rad. No, I literally do yeah. it. I pencil every note in myself. Oh my goodness! It's tedious wow. and it's insane, but it's a. Uh, Sometimes it works out really well and I'm really happy with them and other times I'm really not happy with it. So I'm still trying to find a, a fine balance with it. Sure. So um, obviously I want to dive into the Jamie Eat World th- uh, thing, but the whole Crooked Forest part, part. I feel like the first couple covers that we found of you was under Crooked Forest. When did you decide to sort of take on this entire endeavor? Was it, the, was it COVID and why specifically Jamie Eat World? Yeah, so it was definitely COVID because with with COVID, what happened was we uh, I started working from home remotely. Um, so I went from having an insane commute time every day uh, and like no time on my hands to a ton of free time on my hands, and I was mostly by myself. So I was like, I gotta find something to do to occupy myself when I'm not you know at work. Um, so for for whatever reason, in that same moment, because I've always kind of told myself, uh, you know, the one thing that stopped me. For all these years from doing what I've done now which is release a bunch of original music um, is time uh, more than anything else it's like if I just had the time to actually sit down and work on this stuff for myself because I've never given myself that opportunity I was always again when I was working in professional recording studios I was working for other people I was working on their music and I made that my sole priority so it just never came to fruition the other part of that is that I never had uh I never really gained the confidence as a vocalist or as a songwriter to be like, I'm going to put something out. Um, mm-hmm. So with COVID, I was like, man, the world is basically ending is what this felt, that's what it felt like uh, at the time. So I'm like, if this is my last real shot to do this, because I finally have that time and I have no excuse really, um, then this is the time to to make a go of it. So I decided, I was like, how do you, how do you promote yourself as a new artist, uh, with it to, to when nobody knows who you are um without like no one's going to come listen to my original song just because like it's just impossible so i'm like the best way to get any sort of audience going is with cover songs um yeah and of course so then i was like okay if i can only you know select just a couple different bands a couple different covers to introduce myself my style and where this is heading who are those three artists uh so i settled on the tragically hip the rolling stones and jimmy Eat world it's so funny that you say the tragically hip because I was like, is Canadian Parliament going to come after you because you're not adhering to the CanCon rules by covering Jimmy Eat World, a band from the States? But there you go. There's the tragically hip. That answers my question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I make a point to include some Canadian artists uh, as much as possible just to fulfill that requirement. So when are you going to cover Dear Coach's Corner by Propagandi? <laughs> uh, I'll, add it to my, I'll add it to my internal list right now. <laughs> It's for the troops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay, cool. Wow, that 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 is really cool. Um, it's a bummer. Now, are you working back in the office, or you're working remotely still? I'm actually not working. Um, a crazy set of circumstances happened last summer, uh, which is like a really kind of long and convoluted story that has way too many moving parts to really get into, but. Uh, the sh- part of it is kind of funny and also very much relates to this project because. I started having problems with my employer uh, where they didn't like that I was promoting myself using Twitter. Um, 
And we they started uh, having these like inter- these meetings with me without like actually explaining to me what they were upset about or what was wrong about me promoting music using Twitter. Um, and it wasn't your it wasn't like Jamie at corporate company's Twitter account. It was your private. I'm assuming. Sorry, I'm I'm assuming your name is Jamie. Yes, it is. I realize we didn't even have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but right, like it's not like you were you weren't posting to the company's Twitter account, hey, check out these songs that I'm working Absolutely, on. Absolutely, no. I, I don't work in any part of the company that I would have, have any control or be doing that to begin with. Um, yeah. And and so to my credit, I will say, because I worked for a law school, actually, um, I made a point to make sure that, that I always noted that anything I say is my opinion. It has nothing to do with my company. Should anyone you know yeah. come, come into realization of who I work for, and uh, and when I first brought the projects up to them, like they had no issue with it. So I actually went months and months and months with no issue. Um, yeah. And then it just kind of came out of the gate and out of left field. And the only reason I really bring it up and how it relates to this project is one of the things that my former employer said to me, and they, they'd bring you into these like private Zoom meetings with like three other members of the union because it was a union job. Um, wow. To have these very serious conversations. But again, like without, they never explained anything and there was never any clear realization that i was doing anything wrong and i i attest that if i watch back these zoom meetings everyone will agree with me on that um mm. but nonetheless one of those things was them saying to me like hey jamie so can you explain to me why you're tweeting at jim adkins music and i was like <laughs> i literally i was like and we were on like a video call and i'm sure like i look stunned and i'm like really they're like yeah can you explain this tweet and i'm like is this why we're here? Is this why we're really having this meeting right now? Like you all, you all took time out of your day for this right now. Like I couldn't, I couldn't fathom that we were doing this. Um, and nonetheless, it, it just kind of escalated from there, and eventually it culminated in me quitting because I would, they kept doing this to me on a regular, like a yeah. too regular of a basis, and I got so fed up that I both stopped putting myself on video because I was getting too worked up in these calls and I didn't want yeah. the, them to have the, like, the satisfaction of seeing me when I was getting too worked up. And uh, I ended up just saying, you know what, I quit. And then, uh, and then they still were acting weird with me, like then sending me like revised work contracts after the fact. And I was like, did you not even hear what I said when I said I quit? Like, I don't even understand what you people are doing. You guys clearly don't hear a word I say. So anyways, I don't have a job anymore is, is the long and short end of that sure. story. You're a full-time musician is what you are. That's right. You don't right. have a job. You're, you're a full-time musician. Um, well, uh, that's both frustrating and rad. Um, <laughs> it's, I mean, uh, it's ridiculous, but it's, uh, I guess it's kind of funny. Yeah, what a what a weird confluence of events. I can't imagine what's in my Twitter feed that any of my employers would be happy about. Well, the thing is, like, there's there was out of all the things that they would mention to me in these calls, there was definitely like other stuff that I could see them like pulling out and being like, "Hey, this uh, this is a little too racy, Jamie." But it wasn't ever anything right. like that. It was just like, "Hey, Jim, how do you like your coffee?" You know what I mean? Like, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. And after being prompted for his like, you know, pass through frequencies Q and A or something, right? Like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was nuts. If you notice, I'm responding to a question that was posed. <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so now you're you're deep in. How many tracks have you done? And how many tracks are on your list of songs to do? And I'd like to know if I'm missing any. <laughs> Um, I, so I don't, I don't even have a full list, or at least I, I have a full list for myself, but it's not numbered, so I actually don't know what that number 
number yeah. counts to. Uh, I will say I am actually I'm actually kind of relying heavily on uh, your podcast to find all the ones that I'm missing because they like a lot of the B sides and stuff didn't really make their way to Canada. Um, it, they weren't in any way a thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. So like that's you guys have become a a very good resource to me. So I appreciate that a lot. Um, well, now let me be self-aggrandizing. How'd you find the pod? Uh, I don't really know. I think just, uh, just through whatever, whether it was YouTube or Twitter or just, as I've been searching for other stuff, I just kind of stumbled into it, oh, uh, like sometime last, early last year, uh, when I was just getting underway with all this stuff. And okay. So we yeah. had a little bit of a catalog to dig in too. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I still have a ways to go as far as catching up, but, uh, Oh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think like, what kind of inside jokes could I say that would make no, no sense to you? Like, uh... <laughs> Several, I'm sure. <laughs> Oh man, have we have we done any of the things where I have Justin play uh, the speech to text or the text to speech while I play the instrumental version of a uh, of not the song? There's a couple YouTube accounts that we found that say that they're covers of these Jimmy Eat World songs, but really what they are is just like an instrumental track with the lyrics posted up, and it's like always like 30 seconds long. And so what we started doing was having Justin take the lyrics of the song and put it in text to speech. So a robot reads the <laughs> lyrics of the song. That's wild. Lola. That's nuts. What do people do? <laughs> like what? I don't know, man. Uh, our friends over at Sadie Hawkins pod, it's a Reliant K podcast. They come across the same things and uh, they work in the entertainment industry like I do. And their thought is that it's a stock music website that is putting up there because it's what it sounds like it sounds like shitty stock music that you would put in like a reality show during like you know uh, different moods and like maybe these people are putting the songs up and tagging them as like cover songs so people find them it's such a weird that's bizarre yeah i can't even imagine like wanting to spend the time to do that (laughs) um well, cool. Well, we're glad to have you as a listener. And so, sorry, how many how many tracks have you done uh, thus far? Uh, I've only done, I only count officially the ones that I've been, uh, like the full band versions that I've been doing so far. Um, I don't inc- I don't include anything I've done previously under Crooked Forest necessarily. Uh, so I've done seven, I guess seven, yeah, complete. And then I have uh, eight, nine, two that are done, but not released. And yeah, I guess we're at nine. Got it. Okay, because, yeah, we came across the Crooked Forest cover of Delivery, November 10th, and uh, that was for Jim's birthday. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, but that's not canon, because then I told Justin, I was like, well, but here's the thing, Justin, she's recording a new version. And so then we ended the episode and played that. Um, yeah, because but, uh, the uh, the thing is, like, uh, when I started Crooked Forest, I was just doing, like, covers, uh, sort of, again, t- part and parcel to just promote that project um and then it was like along the way that i was like i need to just separate my entire uh jimmy world stuff from what i'm doing here because it it became a more of a a bigger thing uh and something yeah. that i wanted to take more time and care into doing so like the plan is to do all full band covers as well as acoustic covers and to do them uh uh, recorded more not professionally because i'm still just using my home studio my little apollo here but much cleaner like a lot of the stuff i released Flash previously out, was just yeah. like when i first started it was just on my iphone it was on nothing else so uh it's not yeah. not the best sounding stuff now uh did you happen to do the meet and gr- the digital meet and greet for the uh, uh, um, uh phoenix sessions yeah yeah i did do one of those it was my first and only and i say last ever <laughs> meet and greet oh really why <laughs> Um, I was pretty, I was honestly, I was disappointed. Um, 
for for only the reason that like it was only two minutes, which I get. That's fine. That's tough. That that yeah. we knew when we were signing up for it. Um, but I'm not convinced that I got two minutes, first of all. And I think uh, <laughs> I'm a little sour about that because I actually didn't even get to say more than like a word to Jim. And uh, not for anything. I wanted to say hi to everybody. And I had certain things that I would like to have said to all of them. Uh, but I never got a chance really to say any of the things I wanted to say. Um, and oh, I was so I was a little bummed out by it. And I vowed to never do a meet and greet ever again. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Oh, I thought we were going to have like a great story about how you told them about your project and they That's were so That's the thing. I really wanted to and it literally just never came to that because I didn't have the full time. And uh, I mean, the guys had certain things they wanted to ask me, which is great. And it was a lot of fun. But it was like, it was one of those things where I was just, I went in there and I was like already, you know, with my pen and paper and my stuff that I had to say that I knew I only took my two minutes to say and I didn't get a yeah. chance to say any of it. Ah, uh, I, well... Maybe they'll do an in-person meet and greet once all this is over, and uh, and it won't be two minutes. Yeah, that would be uh, <laughs> that would be more ideal. But I know I'm just being a, a big old sourpuss about it, so uh, I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to deter anybody else from doing a meet and greet based on my experience, yeah. just because of my own uh, heightens whatever expectation. So, what's your favorite Jimmy Eat World record? Uh, it's always been Clarity for me uh, for yeah. well for as long as I've heard Clarity. Um, that being said, I find it almost impossible to choose just one uh, on any given day. Yeah. Like, it's just, it. they're all so uniquely different uh, and sonically different that it really just depends on, like, what am I the most in the mood for right now? Because otherwise, like, yeah. to me, they have they have no bad songs. Right. And I think, that, I mean, other than coffee and cigarettes, yes, I agree with you oh, that most of the songs are all <laughs> Um, and yes, your house 2007 is terrible. So yes, I get it. And they don't have bad songs. Um, no, I'm just joking. That's a, that's a joke for Justin in the, in post. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, but I will say then, uh, let's say clarity for today in the mood that you're in. What is your favorite song by Jimmy world today, right now, as we sit? Hmm. Uh, shoot. See, it's too hard. It's one of those things where it's like now I'm going through my mental Rolodex and it's there's too many to choose from. Um, Is it one you would have already covered or are you like I was before when we were going to do the hits too nervous to do it? <laughs> Polaris is up there for me for sure. It's always been one of my like the most. I think that's that's true for a lot of Jimmy Eat World fans. Uh, it's like one of their most yeah. iconic and arguably best songs. Um, it's and it's it's one of the. I think it is the first song I covered with uh, my Crooked Four stuff actually. Um, yeah, I was gonna say. So yeah, it's, <laughs> you weren't that nervous about it. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I was. I don't know. Uh, I, I think I'm nervous about everything I do. <laughs> but um, I. The nice thing about doing those initial covers in the earlier days of Crooked Forest is like my vocal was still very, very shaky then. Not that it's not super shaky now at times, but um, I can hear an improvement now. So when I actually go to do Polaris, I'm going to be really excited about how it sounds compared to that one. Sick. And so, yeah, that leads me to then what's next for either Crooked Forest or Jamie Eat World. Uh, so right now, uh, yeah, I was just recording some vocals for Chachi today, which has been a lot of fun. This song's going to sound a lot different, I think, than the original, more than any of the other covers have sounded different from the original. Um, I'm really excited about it, though, because it was a lot of fun to do the vocals for. And then uh, I'm still trying to decide the next, uh, the very first official acoustic cover. Um, and I'm trying to decide if I'm doing something off Invented or something off Integrity Blues right now. 
And I'm yeah. just uh, have I have a bit of an impossible time deciding at times. <laughs> Would you? Uh, this is I'm backtracking a little bit, but uh, that that's always fun. It's always fun to have so much to look forward to. Like Justin and I are headed on the backside of we're over the hill now with the pod, and we're heading down the backside of the mountain. Um, so in a way, we're starting to see some of the songs that we pushed to the end, like actually coming up and becoming a thing. So it's kind of a trip. Totally. Um, but you have so much ahead of you. Um, and it's, I mean, we, at least we can agree in that part that we're peers and that this is a, uh, a long-term endeavor. Yeah, um, absolutely. That, that you have ahead of you. So, uh, backtracking a bit, would you say that Jimmy Eat World is your favorite band or is this just a band you really like all their songs? No, yeah, I think uh, like years and years and years ago, I firmly set in set into the concrete that they were my favorite band, and it's like I it's a question I've thought about way too much over the years, as <laughs> as I'm sure many people do as well. But um, they again, they are just there's no other band that that I not that I don't like. Like there's 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 a lot of my other favorite bands where I like their entire catalog, and I think they've done a great job on their entire catalog. Um, but there are there is literally not a single other band where I can relate like relate so strongly to every song in some way. Uh, so yeah. it's, so they are uniquely different in that way. So for that reason, uh, they're definitely my favorite band. They're also the only band I have. Uh, I have Clarity tattooed on my arm, and that's the only tattoo I have. Uh, so it's uh it's it's there for life, you know. Are they lyrics? Is it the song title? What's what's tattooed on your arm? Uh, it's a it's actually a tornado, and then uh. Just the just the word clarity is written in script uh, going through the tornado. That's rad. Thanks. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah, you've got a really eclectic. Uh, like looking at your Crooked Forest covers page, which is not not just Jimmy Eat World, but a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, pretty eclectic. I would say, yeah, we're we're peers in this sense. Like, I see a lot of pop punk, a lot of stuff like that. But then you've got like the Eagles. I've never listened to the Eagles on purpose, you know. <laughs> You've so, never yeah, listened to the Eagles on purpose. No, they're like um, the Eagles are like uh, like I always do this to Justin because he he seems like somebody that likes. Uh, I always say uh, you seem like somebody that likes Red Hot Chili Peppers on purpose. Like <laughs> <laughs> these people don't really exist in my. But I've I have a very narrow view of things. So um, fair. But fair you enough. you are uh, you you are to say even more eclectic than I am. So it's really interesting to see all of your influences and stuff like that. Um, cool. And uh, yeah, I try to jump around and then that's also like mostly just for, for me to get also out, a bit out of my comfort zone. Not that I like yeah. just uh, like I, I was putting together a new list of different covers to do this year. And I like, I have like Hall and Oates on there. I've got like Stevie Nicks on there. I've got like Joni Sick. Mitchell and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing and how these are going to sound. They might be terrible, uh, but that's part of the, it's part of the fun, I guess. Well, before we wrap up, I do want to talk to you a little bit more about delivery. Um, you were incredible. And when we talked about having you on the delivery episode, you fast-tracked your new cover of delivery, which we heard right before this interview. Um, what Was there anything you took away from the song revisiting it in this way, like we kind of do with the pod, where we sort of dig into it in such a much more intimate way than just passively listening to it? Is there anything particular about this song that you love or... Uh, take away from well it's funny uh when surviving first came out and i had my first listen through uh delivery was 100 percent the the main song that i was the most drawn to from the very beginning and the one that mm. i was putting on repeat uh to a disgusting degree um <laughs> <laughs> but uh 
kind of like we were talking about earlier, like ones that I got a bit more nervous about. That's the kind of song I do get a little, I guess, a bit more nervous about. Um, because I don't know if it has to do with like with the way their version is, and it's more uh, there's a lot more space there. It's mostly uh, carried by Jim's vocal, and I find my my register doesn't quite isn't I, it, I mean it's not Jim's register. It's not the same at all. Um, his is like a little higher or something. I don't know. Um, and I get really nervous about doing that very like steady, long drawn out uh, thing that he does in it. Um, so. I mean, if you heard mine, uh, it's it's pretty significantly different, especially as you get towards the end. Um, and it's also just because I, I try to think about when I do these covers, I'm like, if I was in the studio while they were tracking Surviving, how would I have done uh, any of these songs? What would I have, or what would I have liked to have tried at least? And that's what I'm trying to bring to these covers is like, if I was there, I would have been like, why don't we try kicking it up here <laughs> instead of what, you know, what they did? Um, yeah, for sure. So I like I'm pretty happy with it. I, I was I I was much happier with it than I, I thought I was gonna be at the outset. Like sometimes I reach very like in the very early stages of recording these covers where I'm like I only have the acoustic guitar down and a vocal uh, rough track, and I'm like this is gonna be awful. Like it's just not gonna work because it's just something about my voice or my something is not sitting right because I'm so used to hearing them do it. Um, but anyways, I'm pretty happy with it. Like I hope uh, I hope everyone likes it. That's rad. And then uh, lastly, if you were going to show either Crooked Forest or Jamie Eat World to somebody, what's the track that you would have them start with? Just one? Yeah. If you were going to be like, this is my project, something that either you find all encompassing or something you're most proud of or something you find the most alienating. And if they're into that, they'll they'll follow you down the rabbit hole with something else. Um, I might choose... Uh, I'd probably choose Camp off of Crooked Forest, and that's because uh, that song, it's an original song, um, was very much inspired by watching Jim's podcast, Past Three Frequencies, which yeah. uh, which I just think is kind of, a, it's, it's more fun for me to talk about that song for that reason, because people, sometimes people are like, man, like, what is this, what do these lyrics even mean? What is this even about? Why did you even say these things? Uh, and yeah. I'm like, man, well, you should watch Jim Adkins' podcast, Past Three Frequencies, because this is exactly, it was inspired by the episode with Steve Aoki. So if you oh, haven't okay, heard sweet. that yet, check it out and uh, and then listen to my song. Camp. I'm watching the I'm I'm watching the uh, the lyric video that you put together for it. How did you produce this? The lyric video is just done yeah. uh, using like this free free uh, software online. Uh, uh, the the company's called Capwing. Um, okay. And I literally just find like free stock video footage, and then you can caption in basically your your lyric video. So it's like my very cheap way or freeway rather of doing lyric videos for myself just to make it a bit more interesting for people to listen to right well everybody should check that out we'll put it in the show notes and is there anything else you want to plug before we wrap this thing up uh just i guess just my uh both my instagram page and my twitter page for the jamie eat world stuff it's both just at jamie eat world which is j-a-i-m-e-e eat world um I have, uh, in addition to the the covers, I do like this, I mean, <laughs> this silly kind of uh, documentary where I'm uh, showing a bit more behind the scenes stuff. And I'm also going to be getting more into uh, the production of each cover and showing a bit more of the pieces that go into it that I find, I guess, more interesting or, or whatever the case, uh, in case people are interested in learning about like how to how to put their own stuff together like this, like without just verbatim copying this, the songs. Yeah, yeah. No, that's super cool. Well, you're a, you're a one person production company now is exciting to see. Um, 
and definitely making it your own. So thank you for coming on the show. I hope to have you on again in the future. Yeah, that would be awesome. In the futures. (laughs) Totally. And uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks very much.